All praise due to the Most High on all sides. This is a disclaimer. Don't even blame her. I don't own the rights to any of the music that'll be played in here this episode. Okay? If you don't like it, don't sue me, just boo me. Johnny Taylor, Arkansas, Memphis, Tennessee. Let's go ahead with that Disco 9000, baby. Cadillac Coupe de Ville with some velvet interior with a lovely lady with a nice 75 degree weather cool breeze. It's just me. <laughs> but it is me. My name is Langston Man. Welcome to episode 76 of the Isolated Thoughts Podcast. <sighs> Winter the next file theme. Yeah. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Anchor, and that's really it. Uh, one day we'll be on YouTube, YouTube, on YouTube. But there's been a lot of. It's a thing. It's a thing. More than a thing that I thought it'd be, but it doesn't matter because also you can follow us on socials. That's Isolated Thoughts Pod on Instagram and ISO Thoughts Pod on Twitter. Elosinko, if you're feeling personally fancy. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, they're still going crazy over at seas. Unfortunately, a lot of racial discriminations coming out about that. Kind of unsurprising in the sense of like how they're treating darker skinned folks. But what is, uh, that's a little bit like, damn. Okay, I didn't really realize. That. I mean, like African people were in Ukraine, but it's Europe and. It's much easier to access Africa, so all of Europe is that way. Uh, and that, yeah. What I'm less surprised about, but still, like, I'm glad everybody is calling out is the way the news has been reported. Like, this is a travesty. Like, not in, not in Europe. We're t- come on, we're talking, we're talking. Blonde hair, blue eyed people, not darkies. The boom boom bomb room. Think about it. two two darkies made uh, bombs over Baghdad. Those Africans, so they know all about the bombs, but not not the people in Ukraine. But that's all to say. We're not to still make any light of what's going on over there. And I already gave my whole spiel in the real that 
don't know no war needs to be going down. It's it's highly unfortunate and it's just a double like shit show when you have racial discrimination happening when there's a fucking war happening too. So uh, what can you do? I mean a lot. You can you can push positive rhetoric, hold people accountable, do what you can in the meantime. But this episode got a little bit of some intro some little house cleaning things on you know, get off my mind and we'll get straight into the usual the usual. And before I get into that, I just wanna give again a big thank you to my patrons on Patreon, Lydia, Kyle, Cyrus, Katila, Sophia, Thais, Khalil, and Tim. Thank you again and again. I would largely say none of this is possible without y'all. I really do mean that because, again, anything I just, it's all tied up in the podcast. Like, I I right hand the guy, left hand on the ground, left foot, left stump. Like, <laughs> I've never spent a single dollar on them, like, that I've gotten from Patreon on anything but podcast stuff. And even then, I'm saving my ducats so I can give me a Rodecaster Pro because when I get a Rodecaster Pro, it's going to change the game. Uh, and yeah, and I need, I really need a studio. Like, that's really what I need. I need a place dedicated just to record. But, well, it, it takes time. It takes time. But yeah, that's, uh, I just thank y'all so much. And again, join the Patreon. Come come on in. Get it early. You can, come on. We're get, we getting reviews over there. The Batman review up there. The Batman. I'm, I'm going to talk about the Batman here. But you're going to hear me go in about the Batman there. Uh, we get the spoiler talk over here. We, you know, it's family friendly. But over here we get dirty. So thank you again, patrons. I'm going to get straight into something I've been thinking about. So it's random, but something I've noticed for years. And it just happened again while I was in the gym uh, the other day, this week. And I was in the gym. I try to go when there's not like no one there, not a lot of people. I try to go when then I know I'm going to virtually be the only person there. And sometimes, you know, you because of scheduling, you got to go a little bit earlier. Let's see, you know, maybe the evening time, but it's not deep in the evening. Uh, I have twenty. I'm fortunate enough to have twenty four hour, uh, not twenty four hour fitness, twenty four hour access to the weight room, and so. I can't go later, but it just didn't make sense for me to go like super late into the evening. I go, there's a few people there, some more people come in. It's not crowded, but you know, there's people using up a lot, of, a lot of things in space. Uh, there's two things about the gym that are on my mind. One, <laughs> I lied. I just went on about four and a half minutes talking about my air quotes main thing. Whatever lies. It really didn't contribute much. It was a thought I had early in the week as it was happening. But I'll just upload it only to Patreon and be like, here's my random thought. It's probably stupid. And then I'll just talk about what's been the most concerning for months now versus the other thing that's a very unique thing that is I don't understand why people do not wipe down their equipment nigga before there were ever like a pandemic was conceived when i wasn't even that active of a gym goer 
I'd always wipe down the ellipticals. It didn't matter if I was on the treadmill, lifting bar, dumbbells, benching. It didn't matter what the fuck I was doing. Using a, a, a medicine ball, I spray and wipe down and disinfect every piece of equipment that I use. So when I see people do that, it's not like, oh, I don't get out of here. Like, I'm not one of those. The gym should be as accessible as possible to all people. So I'm not one of those, especially as I've gotten more taking in, you know, more intensity with like being rigorous in my workouts. I'm not that. What I am, though, is just it doesn't make it again well before any pandemic. So now you had a pandemic and you're still not like I get it. COVID cases are decreasing. It doesn't fucking matter, bro. It's like you're sweating. And if you're not sweating, you're you're touching, laying and sitting on shit. And you can't. They have it in there. They have it in there to wipe down. So then you add that with the people who use 15 different stations at one time. Like, I get it. That's why I go by myself late at night so I can do similar to that. Not really. I still like I'm going to finish a full set like I'm a, like or I'm going to finish a full like. Fucking, yeah, I guess full set, like four sets of 10. Like, I'll do my full workout at this leg press, at this thing right here, and then move on to the next. Sometimes if I'm working, like, chest and shoulders, I may do, like, I'll do a, I don't know, maybe I'll do, like, in, maybe a, Arnold press or some shit, and then I'll go do like some chest real quick, like back and forth. So I can do you know two sets of each, and maybe, but even then, like bro, that just like just work what you working, and then move on to the next thing. So when you add that on the motherfuckers who don't wipe down, bro, oh my god, it's the I just don't get it. I just, it, it to me, it's not even entitled. Just like I don't, I don't, I don't understand like what. There's no rationale I have for it. I'm not going to assume anything outside of it just doesn't make any sense. But you can come here to hear me rant about the gym. Go to the gym. Work out. Be, be healthy. Be fit. Don't too much. Don't too. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Literally and like metaphorically. Don't do that. But please clean up after yourself. You fucking heathens. All right. I'm going to cut the shit. I was going to talk about the NBA, Nuggets, a whole bunch of hoopla, but we're going to get, cut, just cut to the chase, all right? Music, the cool kids. Yes, the cool kids. Jesus Christ, what's going on, man? <laughs> Have released their first album in... Oh my goodness! Let's see, let's see what the uh, the interwebs say. It's been a long time, and I have not listened to it. But then we turn on like in the gym after this. Yeah, damn. See, last time we spoke was twenty eleven when uh, fish rides when fish ride bicycles in twenty eleven, and so yeah, man. I'm well. I guess the special edition Grandmaster Deluxe. And then that volumes tape came out in twenty twenty, but that's not that's not the same thing. 
I'm I'm excited. It's called Before She Gets Weird. It has some features that are, yeah, we already uh, previewed the Larry June track, All or Nothing, but they have, I don't know who Gabby, with the exclamation mark is, but there's that. <laughs> uh, Key, Nikki Sweets, G-Dot, A-Track, Pell, Guap Dad, 4000, Nick Jr., Black, J-I-D, uh, Don Cannon, Chance the Rapper, so it's an hour and one minute, 21 tracks, a uh, handful of skits. Yeah, I'm going to check check this out. Definitely going to check this out. Uh, we also have Earth Game. Again, Ghetto Gods. I listened to half of it. It's good. Like, I, I've done that one skip. It's just, I haven't really wanted to sit with it, which is really weird. I love Earth Game. I just don't know. Yeah, go. I say listen to it. Uh, the album, halfway through, I enjoy. I just... I don't know, it's just weird. I just haven't sat with it as I should. But uh, I will get to it. I will, I will get to finishing up. Music-wise, I just yeah, I haven't felt too motivated to listen to anything new outside of me being in the gym. But that's that's really it. I know some other, like, Lucy Gooseys. I still need to listen to Alchemist and Currency. Um, what else is out that I know I need to get to? There's, oh yeah, the Push T single for Nico's album. Gucci has that, I guess a diss track to NBA Youngboy, but I don't listen to NBA Youngboy, so I just know they, I think, made like some shots at Gucci. I, I don't know, I don't keep up with all the, there's a, if I'm not, if I'm not tripping, there's a Forever My Lady Expanded Edition that just dropped with a whole bunch of instrumentals and things. So, as a Jodeci fan, I may have to pop that on and see what they're talking about. Mm, next week, no, I think it's the 18th, when we will get Tana Talk 4 being the butcher. Highly anticipated. Highly, highly, highly anticipated. Yeah. That's that's really when it comes to the music. We better get to it with the profit watching. That's what I'm here for. Are you? What the profit watching? Coda. Children of deaf adults. Been nominated for best picture at the Oscars. It's a good film. It's on Apple TV now. I got to see it in theaters for free, but it it's a feel good family film that it's just it's a good time. It had a $10 million budget, which is actually kind of crazy. I think probably half of this shit probably went to licensing the few uh, tracks that they was using <laughs> to sing in the choir. But it's, again, it's a story about like a double entendre for the title Coda, Children of Deaf Adults. And then also Coda symbolizing like the end of a stanza in music. Uh, I have a review on the Patreon that's much more in-depth. I just say, go watch it. It's, again, if you have Apple TV or some other way to access that, it's worth every second. It's It hits all the check marks of. It could be that kind of like, you know, if you like family films, or you like the feel-good stuff, it's there, but it has substance. There's a lot about adding perspective and representation 
for again children of deaf adults and what does it mean uh, especially if you're a child that has that's hearing abled and your family is not and what that means in the sense of responsibility um, relationships with parents and then live you know living your own life and so definitely go watch okay let's get to the meat and potatoes part three genius the hardest part to watch it but also some of the most I don't know it, it's it definitely isn't isn't just hard as much as heart-wrenching in that I I'm someone who again from out as a kid I never found it funny when people f- got hurt like when people fall I've never like I'm telling you like certain things like I can get a chuckle out of like when something like a crazy stunt or something like that happens but like people fall and hurt themselves or anything like that I'm bro, I'm always been like damn are they okay like I'm I'm 10 times out of 10 going to check on the person then laugh like I'm, I'm I mean I'll be like Batman dead ass like not a smirking sight because I don't know I just don't find humor in other people's pain or embarrassment so watching the kind of good shit of the early part of the episode but then immediately it sets you up for like there's a shift that's going to happen and Cootie Cootie is the testimony of a good man a good brother, a good friend, a good father. Of course, it's his documentary, so he may pay himself in a certain light. As much as Kanye's documentary, at the same time, though, I think what we were able to document and the what wasn't explicitly said and done, as much as what was implicitly shown, I believe Cootie is a stand-up guy, and it really shows that Kanye not only necessarily doesn't just have the yes-men around him as much as it's hard. Like I was really glad after his, um, you know, moment in, in the Dominican Republic, and then at the press conference in North Carolina, that when he was back in Wyoming, it showed like Common was calling him, you know, Rick Rubin, different people. I mean, Rick Rubin's a little bit different because it's like that's a purely musical relationship. But I sure, I can assume that Rick Rubin, like you know, me, he seems to be like a, a mean whale type guy. But Common, uh, Ryan Fest, and just different people that have been there for Fonsworth Bentley was there. Like, these people who have been a part of Kanye's journey for ever, being around and being present and listening to him, that it's just tough that everyone's in their, like, late 30s, 40s, near 50s, and it's hard to, they have their own family and kids. Like, how, how are they supposed to be a grounding for someone that's so big, not again, like like Dr. West said, like the giant analogy that he's all in the air, but maybe he's th- those are the times that he's 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 levitating. He's no longer on the ground, and I think it just makes me feel for him a lot because as someone who I didn't need a documentary to see why Kanye does the things that he does, that everyone likes to like really nastily keep saying, well, after he lost his mother, the loss, I mean, yes, obviously that is a, a focal point, but when you also couple that with the way he shows up in the world in the sense of 
he's you know, always been told no, and he may not like it, but it doesn't deter him. It just turns him up and want to do, you know, accomplish and make come to life what he's been trying to do, whether it be getting rapping, fashion, sneakers, designing, all types of shit. I don't know. It's just a beautiful showing of what it means to be consistent and not just like consistently doing work. And it's the being consistent with yourself. I, that's, I, I'm telling you, the whole narrative of an old versus new Kanye is insane to me. It always has been. But genius is a great um, here. If you don't get it, clearly look at it here and see that the last time he spoke kind of publicly or one of the last events that they have recorded together was that Kanye West Foundation where, you know, Donda's leading that and Kanye does that Q&A. He just goes off on like a classic Kanye. So Kanye, what do you think you're doing with this new album graduation? He's, you know, I'm, and he goes on. I'm, it's like they, they don't want to see a black man be like, again, talking like he normally talks all the time. He's going off on tangents and like, Again, I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. Again, with mom present physically in the building, all that being said, you take that and it's it's the same, the same person. It's just now a lot. There's a lot less of again that grounding effect for the giant that he's no longer on the ground, and you go again. You're going to assume all the other people that have come around that again don't mean well and. All the other things. Do I agree with what the man does? A lot of times I'm like, Jesus Christ. But you, you you have to tip it off to, again, it's not just about yay. It's To me, it's about faith. And it's about what, I don't know, man. It's, it's always bigger than us. Like, if you have a purpose, it's for you to fulfill it. And, man, I really am grateful for Cootie. Uh, I pray that some award nominations come his way. Um, Academy Awards, because he, there's no other documentary like this. And again, all Kanye, you know, affinity, bias aside, I genuinely do mean, oftentimes when we get a documentary about someone's life, it's usually about one moment. If they're alive, especially as well, like one moment. And... Or if it's about music or anything like, if they're creative, it's usually yeah, about a moment in time. And often, all the old information is in it's people talking. It's like there's no interviews happening in this documentary. There's no talking to you know, Ryan Fest. Like yeah, so how do you feel about Kanye? It's such an organic. We're following. We're just here is some narration to give you context, but we don't need to interview anybody. Like post. And say, how would you feel about at this at this time? This is, this is unfounded that you're able to follow someone from prior to something. Again, the focal point certainly is the college dropout because that was what the documentary really thought the apex of it was going to be was the college dropout. But able to show through part three this what it happens to be a superstar and you like you just ascend to a level that is again it's just out of this world but however you're able to again you're able to rekindle like, going back to that faith and like everything happens as it should there's really no reason for him and cootie to like, remain 
like for them to continue to run into each other the way they have because he like Cootie he doesn't necessarily need Cootie and Kanye and Cootie doesn't necessarily need Kanye anymore after they really fall like after they kind of go distant from each other Cootie has a documentary that would still have been excellent with just the college dropout shit but of course it doesn't become what it is now without the latter half and of course Kanye is again he, he there's so many other things like the my beautiful dark twisted fantasy um like there's behind the scenes stuff that we don't that probably never be released at least always alive the easiest movie that never came out he's always been having that vision probably since Cootie left of like having people kind of follow and all the whatnot and I I just think again it just shows that that they that attraction that connection to one another comes back and I would even say I would dare say that it was painful to have Cootie around at times because I feel like Cootie was a reminder of home and not just Chicago, but like his mom. There's a reason why both his mom asked for Cootie to be like the person to record and their family asked him to to do Donna West like, you know, like her, not the obituary, but like, you know, and memoriam to her. There's a, there's a reason they went to him. Because of that, like, that much rooted in that man's life. And so, uh, I don't know. It, it's so, it's a powerful, a powerful, powerful documentary. That I know I'll be revisiting. Again, bigger than a fan of the music. I was really happy to see Kids See Ghosts being recorded in part three. But it's just, it's, it's sad. That part three is sad, man. Like, it just is, like, you see a man not mentally well, um, and then again, it doesn't end on some perfect note. Uh, I'm keep rambling. I, I, I'll say the other thing I'm really glad that it showed was the whole listening thing with Donda. He's been doing this. He's, like, he's really been doing this. The Life of Pablo is the best example of it in that from Life of Pablo on, he's, he's just done listening events for, for albums. Cause like, and people say, well, the difference is Donda... One and two weren't finished. Neither was Life of Pablo. If Life of, again, not, not only was Life of Pablo the ushering of this like live listening experience, it also was ushering of, he wasn't even fucking done with the album. There's like three different versions of that album that ended up existing on streaming platforms. Like the original version I have downloaded. Uh, oh yeah, because I was the thing, like people illegally, uh, like illegally download the album a whole week before it dropped because it, you know, they took rips from the audio and then he ended up finally releasing it to streaming platforms and shit. But the the version I have doesn't have so many different elements of like famous, Father Stretch My Hands, so many you know, iconic songs on that album. My original version I have on my iTunes sounds nothing like how it does on streaming platforms. And plus the addition of St. Pablo, one of my favorite Kanye tracks. It Yeah, so he's been doing this. The all the Wyoming albums all had listening events. And they weren't finished minus uh, Pusha T's album, Nas's album. Yay. Oh, I mean, Kipsy Ghost was finished as well. Uh, but no, they added, uh, what did they add? Um, they, rearranged, like, they rearranged the track listing. Like, he's been doing this. And now he's just doing it on stadium levels. And like, the album is even more. Like, it, he's just continuing to expand on the idea he's been having. Because when you go on the superstar like that, look at The weekend. You don't, 
you're a superstar when selling out an arena is light work. It's now you can only perform stadiums. Think of Beyonce. You know, that's the type of Bruce Springsteen. When you're a fucking like icon in music, you you don't do the same shit. Like you you, you can only perform in the largest largest man-made structures <laughs> so uh that's it man I, obviously i i love everything that surrounds kanye west the good bad and the ugly because it's the true human experience uh is he perfect no do i can like do i think he's without f- flaw fuck no i that's not where my respect for him and his art comes from it's in it as he said himself multiple times if you're a fan of kanye west you're a fan of yourself and that I certainly damn am. Uh, so thank you, Cootie. Thank you, Chike, J. Ivy, everyone involved. Um, Netflix for shit. Even even though they had they had the gym already, for Netflix for giving a platform that is certainly readily available. And God willing, uh, they get their their credit and their financial compensation that they deserve, um, because that that's a rare a rare moment we were able to receive there and is jay-z really kanye's friend i don't know the documentary didn't show him really help him at all so <laughs> hover now the moment we've all been waiting for of course i won't spoil it and i already went 15 minutes in depth about it <laughs> on patreon but the batman matt reeves the batman dc you're fool for this one for real, man. I between the Joker and the Batman, those are some of the best. Like the Joker, I, I even forget that's really a comic book movie because of how, like, sure it's, you know, Taxi Driver and all you know, other kind of those type of artsy noir films. But you still gotta give it credit for being some again being able to take the comic book property and make it into something greater. It's dope, man. It's dope that we, again, I said on the Patreon review that the Spider-Man and Batman fan, I'm getting the best iterations of them in back in like within a six-month window. You see me? It's, it's, it's dope as hell. Um, I'm six months. I was like what three months, and I I'm glad for it. The Batman is worth every second. I'm getting some people like that's why I'm not trying to hype it up for people. Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And then they go in there and they're like, it ain't better than, you know, Dark Knight. And so they almost have to go in there with apprehensive. Like, they're trying to figure out if it's better for me. I knew it was getting positive reviews. But I, I, I didn't have any type of comparison thought. And again, I, I, it wasn't until after the movie that we learned that HBO Max already had spinoff series. And there's a sequel in the books. I, I didn't know that. I'm telling you, like probably two hours into the movie, I'm like, yo, they have to, like, this world feels so, it felt like I was watching a series, but it was on the level of a, of a you know, a blockbuster movie. Because it felt like, it, like the pacing of it, it just all felt like this wasn't a movie. This was a world I was watching. And it's so, I'll say this while I spoil it, man. Just for, I'm, I'm, I promise you, you know I don't do the spoilers on here. It for someone who loves a mystery, a thriller, again, really good. When you just see passion putting into those type of films, 
and then you throw it in with, you know, arguably one of the, the best superheroes out there. When I say best, I mean just a sense of character, villain, world, like how they act and interact. It's a it's a masterpiece, man. It's a masterpiece. Not that it's like it's the best film I've ever saw in my life, but for what it is, for what it is, it gets no better when you get to contextualize young Batman, who, again, he's two years in. He ain't fresh on the scene, but he ain't been doing this for a long time either. And so the type of the whole you no. Know, I am vengeance and like how that comes full circle in the movie. Oh my goodness. I, like I get some people's complaints, but don't let nostalgia hold you down from really seeing the true greatness for what this movie is because it takes some risk. It takes some risk for show and they use the hell out that PG 13 rating. And I don't know. Again, I, I, I look forward to hearing y'all what y'all thoughts are. Uh, I, I think it's all that in the bag of chips, man. Like, I I, I, I really do. Uh, and if you think The Dark Knight's better, if, you, if you're not including anything animated, if you think that both movies, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises, are better than The Batman, okay. All right. I don't know. Like, I'll say probably the biggest difference for me in that The Dark Knight, like, the, no, the Nolan trilogy those movies feel like a blockbuster while this feels like more of an artsy film that's still like it walks the line like it has two million two hundred million dollar budget so of course it's gonna feel like a blockbuster but it doesn't i feel like anyone can really get into those while like this one is a little bit more niche but still accept like it walks such a fine line it walks such a fine line uh, yeah, I I don't know it it it. For me again, those three hours are like two hours and forty five minutes or whatever. Is I want more. I want more. So I look forward to doing expansion of any villains. I won't spoil um any of that, but just like well, who who's next? Uh, and yeah, just it's it's a good time. It's a good time. I look forward to some, got some things coming out this month. That movie X by A twenty four featuring Kid Cudi that's coming up. Um, there's a, a, a horror movie called Uma that's coming out that I haven't really heard much about, but it's supposed to come out in March as well. So more reviews, get more reason to be on the Patreon. But that's all I got for the weather profit watching a quick food for thought, and then we out of here. This week's food for thought simple. Popping in you like a pimp. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. That's all I can say is just trust your gut. Trust what you feel when you can't see it clearly. Trust what you you have a visceral reaction to when you don't we can't explain it. Trust your gut. Because that's God talking to you. If you feel, you know, that's Outside your subscription, that's instant intuition speaking with you. That's it's bigger than you, and so when you are walking purposefully, it's like a it's like a shoe that fits. And so just keep walking, keep walking in that, keep trusting that. Uh, it grounds us all. 
that's definitely that, man. I'm, I'm telling you, as, I, as I'm still trying to put two feet in front of the other, I, shout out to Sophia for not only supporting the podcast, of course, but she had me not long ago with some, good, with some, uh, some very promising, uh, a promising proposition. And, uh, you know, God willing, if that's what it's supposed to be, it's going to be. And all that say, I thank you. I love you. And I thank you for spending your time. So just like I asked you, listen to your cut. Hope you hear me clearly. And here it is clearly. This is Push T, Nego off of Nego's upcoming album. Hear me clearly. And we'll be back soon. One love. Hear me clearly. If y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. These drug dealer rollies is my TikTok and Triller. Insecure bitches get lip fillers. Covered in white like Bridezilla. And never been caught. So what's the shiggy dance for a brick nigga? Extracurricular. Art buyer. 812 Rari driver. Spent six just to make the roof Harry Potter. Kilogram Kickstarter. Push a brick harder. Left my elbow in the pot a la Vince Carter. Compared to two martyrs, but I'm chasing moguls. Bosses meet for Hamachi in the back of Nobu. No phones allowed, no phones allowed. Cell towers go ping from the nearest cloud. My Jan Sporters, my transporters, and Jan's daughter. Who put up extra bed sheets to block the camcorders? You play sorters, I hedge bets. Promises are when you follow through with your threats, nigga. Hear me clearly, if y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales. Hear me clearly, if y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales. Buy a bitch a richer meal if she like meeks. Let no nigga claim rich and let him buy you sneaks. Wish upon a star that's beyond your reach. Or you can lay with him in misery and grind your teeth. Let a brick nigga help you find your peace. G wagging your seats. G's cover your pleats. Ten toes down, low where they cover the cleats. Dope sell itself, got a trunk full of receipts. Is you looking for me or are we looking for Meech? Stand on my standards. Expand it with the Ziploc. Even if a nigga number better, never click hop. Never tell a jeweler what you spent for your wristwatch. And we don't fuck bitches who fuck niggas on TikTok. See the difference between me and them? I move to a different drum like EDM. This coke speaks to my soul like a medium. Fucking comedians. Clearly, if y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales. Hear me clearly, if y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales.